I mean, these are the things that I think about. Hello, welcome to It's So Real with your girl Rocky. And your boy O. And thank you for joining us today. So today's topic, polyamory. Mm. (laughs) So at first, I just wanted to know what you thought it was, especially before moving to the Bay, Mm -hmm. and like your first exposure to... Anything that wasn't monogamy, basically. Anything that was poly. Um, my exposure to polyamory as a concept came about when I had a client, actually, who's in the poly community, and they were actually in a poly relationship. Was so this in Chicago? New this York? was in Chicago. Mm. So I'll, uh, well, Evanston, be exact. It's not Chicago. De- definitely not Chicago. <laughs> Big difference. Um, so at uh, the Family Institute at uh, um, Northwestern University. So I, I saw them. They were a, a queer couple who was also in a poly relationship. Um, so that was my first exposure to it. So it was like we were learning. I was learning a lot, a lot about just the whole concept of uh, what poly is. And then I was also learning about uh, just the dynamics of how complicated stuff gets to. And I know we're going to get to some of that stuff later, but my first impressions really were um, that it's like almost every other relationship, except that it, it gets complicated due to uh, different personalities and emotions. So you have to be very clear on okay, certain things. This, this is a lot. We're not talking about that yet. I know. I'm just saying. That's all. <laughs> that's all. You know. That, that was my first impression. It was like you had to do a lot to to sustain them. That was like my first. Like, a lot real, like work. Yeah. Like. Well, we'll get to it, but, like, the communication part, you know, it's a lot different than just a one-on-one commu- um, relationship between two people. So, yeah. What about you? Um, my first exposure was probably, like, Sister Wives, the show where there's one man married to multiple women, uh, or in the, I don't know if it's true or not, but um, in, like, the Muslim communities, how, you know... Hmm. 72 brides or something when you when you pass that's what a man gets and you know in africa there was tales of multiple women Mm -hmm. as wives the chief's wives and stuff like that so that's kind of where i was getting it from but it was all like negative spotlight like it was all in the negative connotation that's that's how i was like that's what i was being shown i don't i that wasn't my perception of it, but that's what I was being shown. That this is something that's rare. These people over here do it. We ain't trying to be like them. Even though I should have knew something was up right there. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so, first, I want to talk about how we're talking about polyamory. And polyamory is different than polygamy and polyandry. Yes, please. Okay? <laughs> so, first, I'm going to define... Polygamy, because that's the one that most of Americans are familiar with. And that's where you are. Yes. Polygamy is the practice or custom of having more than one wife at the same time. It says or husband, but... It's usually po- wife. Po- yeah. It's, for polygamy, it's usually 
One husband with multiple, multiple wives, wives, and polyandry yeah. is polygamy mm-hmm. in which a woman has more than one husband. So we usually hear about it in the terms of polygamy, but polyandry was common or a thing as well in Africa too. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like we're so, oh, if the man gets that, why can't we have it type of thing? And it's like, you did. They just didn't tell you about it. <laughs> So it all depends on like the community. Like again, if there's a community where it's uh, female dominated and mm-hmm. there's also like less men within the population, then yeah, a woman can have multiple men. Like if that was the center of the culture, mm-hmm. or if that was like just the way it was. Mm-hmm. But our our way of thinking is like so dominated by not only white supremacy but um, you know patriarchy too. So mm-hmm. yes, we don't we can't even like really think about how that would look. Like, oh, she got to be a hoe then. Like, how? It's the same I'm thing. I'm so sick of these words. <laughs> I just saw a video the other day where this woman was owning the word slut. She was owning it. And this, of course, Christian man <laughs> was basically trying to say she's going to hell for being a slut. And it's like, really, dude? Who cares? <laughs> like, we're living in this life right now. As long as you ain't getting nothing, you good. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> And that, children, is what we call a life lesson. Mm-hmm. Safe sex is great sex. You better wear that latex. Before you get that latex that I think I'm latex. My Bruh. favorite verse. That shit was like, yes. That shit's so Anyways. It is. It showing is classic, my age. Showing, classic. showing my age. So polyamory, getting back to that, mm. is the philosophy or state of being in love or romantically involved with more than one person at the same time. I've also seen it referred to as the relationship orientation versus like the sexual orientation or gender orientation. Polyamory is like how you um, are or view relationships. Okay. But as you literally just said before we started the podcast Mm -hmm. was, is polyamory just love like i defined it as multiple loves at the same time because for me it wasn't a far jump from like i do believe in multiple soulmates just because if you're with someone for 50 years and that partner passes away like are you alone for the rest of your life for the rest of life i've never found anybody else is that what you really not necessarily like you're gonna want to find love again and you yeah may find another soulmate and then same with divorce um so Mm -hmm. in that regard i believe in multiple soulmates so i was like well why can't i believe in believe in them at the same time. And there's also the concept of first love. First love means you're going to have seconds and thirds, you know? So we're, as a society, are okay with the concept of loving, even loving more than one person at the same time. People say you have to choose, but the the concept is there, that you do love more than one person at the same time. Mm -hmm. And society's like, choose! As well as those individuals, maybe, Mm -hmm. but as well as your own heart. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that, that you have to be forced to choose, but it should be uh, it should be looked at from the the perspective of you, all parties involved, what do they actually want, and mm-hmm. not like what have they been told to want from society. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I, I, I say, looking at it from that perspective, it doesn't seem so far-fetched. Like most things, like mm-hmm. most things after you break the shit down from the bullshit of yeah. white supremacy or whatever whatever else was the system above it, it's not really that outrageous. It's like kind of obvious when you take away all the bullshit and the propaganda. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But but it's not for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Again, question of the day: Would you ever try polyamory? <laughs> would you do it? Um, would you do it? But I've been in some groups to learn more about it, and I'm get one, of them. one of the questions that came up was: Is polyamory just love, or just relationships, or could it be just sex or just dating? Like, does it have to be love? What do you think? Because you literally were like, no, mm. it doesn't. <laughs> it does not have to be love. It, it can just be connection. Like, if you if you are strongly physically attracted to somebody, mm-hmm. right, and that is like a physical passion of intimacy there, mm-hmm. that can coexist with your love and attention and desire for your other partner. It can coexist. So if your partner is not satisfying that aspect, or is um, accepting of the fact that you want to explore that aspect in someone else, then that is also a form of polyamory. So it doesn't always have to be like, oh, I love this person, I love this person, so like I gotta have them both. It can be like, I am so physically drawn to this person, mm-hmm. and I'm so in need of physical contact and love in that way mm-hmm. that I may need to venture out to this. Or I'm in such need of uh, intellectual, you know, uh, conversation or intellectual uh, stimulation that I need to have this conversation. It's like every week or so, we need to talk about whatever it is, and then I can go back to my other partner, and we could just, you know, do that. <laughs> it's so there's a balance, and and that makes sense. Well, in that sense, let's talk about the different types of polyamory. Mm-hmm. Just because before I thought it was like the marriage thing. Like, and then also, because I've done a lot of research around it as well, and, like, swingers would be... Swing. Would be Swing. in this poly Swing. world. Sorry. But to my understanding, swingers are a married couple mm-hmm. having sexual or social relationships with another couple. That's where what I've heard of swinging and swingers. Versus, versus okay, so you have that, the couple with another couple. Then you have... What do you thought of swinging? Um, I've heard it's just like it doesn't necessarily have to be with another couple. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it could be with another couple, but it doesn't have to be like both. It's not like the man and the woman are swapping. It's like it's but there are cases. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it could be like all right. So if you and I are a couple, mm-hmm. and then it's like I see a girl and she's with another guy, mm-hmm. and then we switch. swing. <laughs> Switch, but then you don't go with the guy. Like, if you don't want to. Like, let's say you don't like him. That's still considered swinging. So, if you're with the couple? No, if I'm with one of them. Like, I'm with the girl. And See, you're like, I, don't, like I don't know. I've, I mean, Polly, yes. But I don't know about swinging. Swing, swinging seemed very couple-related. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's... that's Because I think there was an evolution of the, the word. Because you know how this word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I've been, yeah, I don't know. I've been researching, so I didn't see anything come up with that uh-huh. versus like Polly Amory. Mm-hmm. But, um, but again, in the scheme of Polly, yes, that's all, it's still, yeah, it's all possible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you can have a triad where it's, uh, let's say one male and two women mm-hmm. or one woman and two men. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have, like, um, O was saying, so if you're in a couple and they're in a couple, it's just two of you getting together. 
Um, the other two don't have to get together. Um, also, the hierarchy, which is you're in a primary relationship, and you can have multiples of each level of relationship, but you have a primary relationship, secondary relationship, I think the word is tertiary, the third, whatever. They get numerous. But um, I, didn't, I didn't know the names. Yeah, I just knew like categories. Primary, yeah. secondary, basically. That's Word. what I got. One, two, three. And yeah, I learned that. I learned the hierarchy form of poly from my clients. Because mm-hmm. um, poly is huge in the Bay Area. So I, I learned the same um, yeah. from my, my first clients. I actually haven't gotten a poly client out here yet, which is interesting. I've had like three or four. I have not. Yeah. It's really interesting. I haven't. Yeah, I've had a few, and I've learned a lot from them because I was <laughs> unaware. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so different types, and no, it's not all one big orgy. Not yeah, everybody has to have that? sex. Like, that's no, crazy. that's because we're so just because <laughs> people take it to the extreme. That's yes. propaganda one on one. It's yes. like the the most extreme case of whatever mm-hmm. whatever your mm-hmm. life your example could be. Yeah, like come on now. So again, so say. I'm out, right, and I'm connecting with a guy, okay? But he happens to be in a relationship. And then I meet the girl, but I'm not really connecting with her. So that would be a form of poly where I'm interacting with one partner but not the other. It's not, it doesn't all have to be one big orgy type of thing, yeah. you know? Like, and then she could be doing her own thing with it. Like, say she gets without. Like, it's, 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 there are different dynamics. Probably not going to happen. I don't know this girl. <laughs> you got to stimulate my mind. Oh, Lord. But, um... You got a big booty? Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying, tell me about it if you're going to set it up. Anyways. Um, so, we did want to talk about some of the ground rules that have come <laughs> up in research for Polly. Now, they say it's ground rules, but you don't want to use actual, the word rules, because that usually determines control and in my research that's about, a big thing in the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's a big deal mm-hmm. with the whole community like they are not liking the whole control <laughs> and when i was doing research into monogamy as well as casual dating mm-hmm. it's it's very much like controlling possessive ownership all this stuff where it's like jealousy is the thing. And it was interesting. It was fucking fascinating, actually. Because, and we can talk about the ground rules in a sec, and then we can just talk about the differences between monogamy and polyamory. But, yeah, with monogamy in my research, even, like, in casual dating, because casual dating is monogamous for most of Americans, it was like, you're supposed to assume that the person you are dating is talking and having sex with other people. Mm-hmm. But it is not the responsibility of that person to tell you that they're doing that. Mm-hmm. And then that's just like hookup culture. Like everybody's hooking up. Don't ask because you know we are. Right, so, thing. Yeah, so it's basically the same thing with less communication. Yes. So this is what I'm saying. Like, So to stigmatize like poly and poly culture as something like crazy and out of the way... It's the same, actually, a lot more, a lot more organized and structured. Yeah, there there are levels to this shit. <laughs> um, then hookup culture, which is basically mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people having sex without any communication, without any knowledge of who's doing what, who's getting tested, like, etc. So yeah, 
tested. (laughs) But my thing that was like fucking fascinating to me is like the levels of infidelity in monogamous relationships is ridiculous. And especially with hookup culture and casual dating. Like you go into something and you're like, I don't know if this is just going to be hookup. I don't know if it's going to be relationship. And it's like, why the fuck do we not just say it? (laughs) What are you looking for? This is what I'm here for. So that way everybody knows and nobody's wasting time or getting hurt. Obviously, I felt some type of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we saw that. I mean, I mean, I've been cheated on. Oh, I have. So you know who you are. <laughs> should have you been cheated on? Like, and you can include emotional cheating. You don't have to just include physical. Emotional cheating mm. is a type of a cheating. And shit, I've done that. I was not aware of the term at the time. So yeah, but. And and a big thing that I was coming across was there's a silence and secrecy to sex in monogamous relationships. Hmm. Speak more. Speak on it. Speak on it, queen. So, for instance, I think it was last episode, I'm not really sure, where we were talking about people not expressing their needs. Mm. Oh. For, like, sexual needs. Oh, no, no. Not sexual needs. I do that. Um, <laughs> but, other needs. But... I mean, other needs as well. They ain't getting met. You go creeping. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, but it, not expressing your sexual needs or the fact that you have not orgasmed the entire time you've been with this person. Whose fault is that? Well, <laughs> it kind of is some of their fault. <laughs> Just a little bit, but most of it's on you. No, I'm saying it's on me. Yeah. Yeah. It's your fault. Speak up. What's that? What's that thing that Black Mama said? Black Mama said. Black Mama said everything. I know. <laughs> Something about asking and not getting anything. Oh, closed mouth don't get fed. <laughs> Black Mama. <laughs> but um, where the hell were we? <laughs> we were talking time. about the silence and secrecy <laughs> around sex. And I was saying how a lot of people don't express their sexual needs. Right. Um, right. So if your needs are not getting met, sometimes you will go creeping. What creeping. else? What else do people keep silent in secrecy around sex and monogamous relationships? I think a a big thing that people keep on uh, they just keep to themselves when it comes to sex mm-hmm. and monogamy. Is, so that you know, monogamy is the one on one. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else exclusive commitment. Right. They they keep a lot of their um loyal <laughs> a lot of their fetishes like like you were saying mm-hmm. like some of those fetishes because mm-hmm. they feel like um they have an image of what their partner is right and sometimes that image doesn't get included within their fantasies you know because mm-hmm. their fantasies are a little stigmatized within themselves so if you feel like mm-hmm. if what you want to do is dirty. And you can't see your partner in that light, then you won't, you know, want to interact with them. And then you're suppressing a part of you that you, your partner might be down to do, or it might express something in him or her that you have never seen or expressed, and could make your connection and bond closer. Mm. But um, that gets suppressed a lot because there's that fear that if you show your whole self to that person in that monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. good and bad, the duality of it, that that person will pull away because of their the misunderstanding or, or the inability to really connect with that part. And the, and that's what I saw a lot with if somebody just wanted casual sex, they were like, well, if I say this, they're going to leave. They're going to reject me. Right. And it's like, 
men, there are plenty of women who want just casual sex and are willing to admit that and be okay with it. Whether they get emotionally attached or not is a different story. Mm, but and, and and that's and that's what I came into. Um, mm, well, this is a little bit later because there's a thing called solo polyamory, and that's the difference between being poly and dating versus poly and in a relationship. But they were still talking about monogamy within that article that I was reading, and they were saying that if somebody just wanted casual sex they wouldn't feel like they could voice that. And mm. with the emotional attachment of women, it's because somebody goes into this date, this dating experience with this could lead to long term right. versus expectation. the yeah, the expectation mm. versus the other person is like, oh, this is just a, <laughs> a fuck buddy situation, friends with benefits situation, Ooh. we just chilling, you know? Nice. <laughs> And so the expectation is put on it without the communication and then wondering why somebody's feelings hurt. Well, the woman probably went in, not to be heteronormative, but the woman probably went in thinking this is going to turn into something. Whether it was said in the beginning that it was just a hookup. Sometimes we be forgetting. Remind us. (laughs) Hey, just checking in with you. Remember, it's just what we're doing over here. What we're doing. (laughs) No feelings. No feelings. And you're gonna, like, if you're being intimate with someone, you're gonna have some sort of connection. And, like, O was saying, it can be physical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People underestimate how strong that physical connection can be. Physical Mm -hmm. connections can be very, very intimate and strong. Mm -hmm. So, yes, they can be very desirable. Mm -hmm. Very much so. That's why there's so much goddamn infidelity. Oh, Lord. And that and that's the thing. People are so scared that people will cheat on them, will leave them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. I yeah. I want to read you something, but now nah, I'm gonna read it to you. I'm gonna read it to you before we get into the ground rules. Right. So in my research of Polly, I was looking at Will and Jada's relationship. Because we've never heard, we've heard open marriage, we've heard open relationship, which is similar to poly, but sometimes happens after infidelity. I've used people use that term after infidelity already has happened type Mm. of thing. I don't, I mean, people probably still use it without an infidelity, but that's my experience with it. But I was looking at their relationship because I'm like, yeah, they may be poly. Let me check it out. So I took, I checked it out. (laughs) And I don't know. Yo, shout out to Jada Pekin Smith, Red Table Talk. I will be watching. But it's on Facebook, right? Yeah, Facebook Watch. She has a brain. Like she, no wonder her children are as free thinking as they are, because the way she she was breaking down shit. Y'all gonna hear it. So, you know, somebody asked about Will and Jada's relationship, and. I'm not going to read the article. I wrote down basically what she was saying. But she was she was asking the question, do people believe that trust and love coexist? And again, because this dynamic of monogamy and relationships, it's like you're scared as hell that you can't trust that person, that they're going to say one thing and do another, and that you're not going to see their, their actions outside of the house or outside of around you. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, you just don't know if you can trust them. But then it's like, why are you in a relationship with someone you can't trust? 
Why are you married to someone you can't trust? That's basically what she's going into. Like, people don't trust and love anymore. So let me break it down. Do trust and love coexist? And this was, and this was back in 2013 when she, Damn, did, yeah, when she did this article, it was called Jada Pinkett Smith clarifies open marriage statement. Will Smith and I have a grown relationship and it's by Bruna Nassip and it's on E! News. Yeah. In 2013 hmm. is loving someone owning them. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not too, but I'll continue. Does ownership mean you control their behavior? I guess it would. I would, but can you own someone? No. Not since slavery was illegal, but is it? Anyways. (laughs) Another podcast. (laughs) Can your expectations, conditions, and underlying threats Keep one honest and true. No, that's a definite no. Does love equal enslavement? No. Does the more control we put on someone, the safer we are? Uh, The illusion of that, perhaps. I think that's what she was getting to, the illusion. What of trust and love? Should we be married to individuals who cannot be responsible for themselves and their families within their freedom? Mm-hmm. I would guess not. Again, should we be married to individuals who cannot be responsible for themselves and for their families within their freedom? Should we be in relationships with individuals who cannot entrust to their own values, integrity, and love for us. Again, should we be in relationships with people who cannot entrust to their own values, integrity, and love for us? Hmm. So I had to break that down because that was like some, some words. And I was like, holy shit. What is she saying there? Is she saying... That we're in relationships with people we cannot trust to love us? Yeah. Because we're we're acting like, oh, you putting a ring on it means you're going to be faithful to me. Oh, you saying that you're in a relationship with me, that I'm your girl and you're my man, means that you're going to be faithful to me. I cannot trust you to your own integrity, to your own values, to do what you think is best for you. And then because I trust you to love me, you're going to do what's best for me. And then again, are we in relationships with those people? Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa. That's some deep ass shit. (laughs) I mean, I think we all are. But that's like the... uh, But that's a damn shame. I mean, it's, it's, when you think about it, it's like the nature of, of what we need because we desire connection, we desire security. Mm-hmm. So once we get that person that we're connected to, we don't want to let that person go despite their treatment. But not, it, it's not even, it's not even that. It's like, I'm expecting you to stay faithful to me mm-hmm. because of these terms, but you can't do that. 
it is up to that person. Like, a person's going to do what a person wants them to do. Right. If they want to cheat on you, whether in a relationship, married, divorced, they're, I mean, divorce ain't cheating, but they, they're going to do what they want to do, regardless of the terms and conditions. So you literally just have to trust that person and trust that they love you and shit, know what love is. Well, but when you know we don't trust them, it's just that we take that because we'd rather do that than lose the connection and bond that we already formed. Because it's scary mm. to go towards another bond mm-hmm. or look for another bond. Because first of all, you don't think sometimes you feel like, oh, I'll never find anything like that again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you think like, people. yeah, of, sometimes you think like, uh, it'll be too hard to find. Or I don't, I don't, I don't want to put in enough effort to find it. Mm-hmm. You know, so all these things go into into take into consideration when when it comes to like what we put up with mm-hmm. when it comes to our our, um, our inability to trust our partners. But you also, I will also take into consideration because while you were saying that, I was also t- talking about or thinking about the concept of growth within relationships and partnerships. Ooh, I got so, a clip for you. You know, you can't just knock that out. Like if somebody isn't as as put together as they should be, mm-hmm. should we just deny the whole self because of the parts that we can't fully accept or aren't fully? Developed? And again, I'm gonna show a clip later. But Jada says that like there's a difference. Between somebody going through something mm-hmm. and them being willing to grow. Right. Act as a passive potential. It, potentially. Yeah, because if someone's not even aware of their flaws, not trying to grow, I mean, that's telling you something. Mm. That's, that's telling you something. And I'm not with that. I need you to grow, baby. We ain't never, we ain't dead yet. Always time to grow. <laughs> That's real though. You should always be growing and learning. Yeah. Um, although I am taking my break. And I'm it's cool to take a break when you've been growing a lot. Too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> although this may have some people growing, thinking about some new things. <laughs> Hopefully it does. Like honestly, just look at stuff from a different perspective. I'm not saying you should, you know. Again, it's not for everybody. It's not yeah. for everybody. But as a society, we haven't even considered it for the most part, for those of us who are monogamous. So. And like a lot of us who are monogamous and mm-hmm. then they wonder why shit doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. you maybe you've been looking at relationships from the wrong perspective. Just be honest about that. Take a deep breath. Don't panic. Don't go crazy. It's oh, okay. oh, 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 hold okay. up. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe, breathe. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> okay, breathe. Mm. Just look outside of that perspective, see it from another perspective, and then possibly relate that to how you look at relationships. Maybe you've been a little bit wrong. Maybe you've been looking at it as just one connection at one time, holding on to it, trying your best not to find another connection. Instead of accepting that you connect to multiple people mm. and embracing that and loving that about yourself, that you do have the ability to connect to multiple people. That's not a, a minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're, it's taught to us like it is. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> and then have structure within that so that you and those who you're involved with feel safe and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Does that sound so bad? Rather than you trying to hold on to all your impulses, trying not to talk to people, mm-hmm. trying not to do trying this, not to trying look. not to look. Oh my gosh. You know? That'd be killing me. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Just think about it from outside of that perspective. Because you're still looking at it, possibly, mm-hmm. from monogamy. Like, I have to be with one. I have to be. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's it, right? That's the right thing to do, right? That's mm-hmm. what we were all told to do, right? Mm-hmm. By whom? And for what reason? Mm-hmm. If it works for you, cool. But, like, just think about it. Another perspective. It might, it might be. It might work for you. It might work. That's all I'm asking you. And if, if it doesn't work for you, it will at least allow you to understand others who might be looking at it from that perspective as well and living their life from that perspective so that mm-hmm. you aren't looking at it through a place of hate or ignorance, mm-hmm. but rather understanding and uh, empathy. Mm-hmm. So either way, it's a win-win if you look outside of your perspective. And if you want to stay... I'm going back to okay, my corner now. And I can't even say <laughs> if you want to stay in monogamy because if you're doing casual sex with multiple partners, that's not monogamous. So, right. How so, y'all doing that anyway? Exactly. So for me, I'm like, yo, just tell everybody where you at. Hey, I just want to fuck. So it's okay. Some women or men are going to be with it and some people are not. That's cool. Move on. Like, <laughs> give them a choice. If they, some may want to partake. Some may not. That's cool. Do you. Do you, boo? Do you, boo? All right, so let's get to these ground rules. These ground rules, ground rules. No, say no. (laughs) So, this is One Rule for Polyamorous Beginners by the Polyamory School. I'm interested to know about this one. So... What's the first one? The one rule, speak before spoken to. Well. <laughs> speak before spoken to means not keeping secrets or information to yourself. Gotcha. Whether it is looking at a dating website, texting or sexting someone, calling them, meeting them, having interest in them, planning a date with them, all of that. Speak right. before spoken to. Rule number one. Second thing they say is disclose 99.9999999% of everything. (laughs) So starting off, explain what you are doing to your partner in a way that accomplishes the same as if they were right there seeing and reading everything, but without them seeing and reading everything. Hmm. Privacy can be maintained, but if there were to read something and be shocked, you probably failed at explaining well enough. We're not talking about exact details here. For instance, you don't have to explain that you had exactly three orgasms in two particular positions, but there is a clear difference between I'm texting a woman and I get daily boot pics from a woman. Difference, you know? You know the goddamn difference. You know the difference. So. Nuance. Again, disclose almost everything. But you know the difference between what they need to know and what exactly is going on. Or a misinterpretation of something. Like, again, I'm texting a woman and I'm getting boob pics. There's a difference. (laughs) Or we hung out at the house and we had sex on the coffee room table. (laughs) Difference. (laughs) These examples, though. (laughs) They have them in the article. Um, so they say again, speak first. The other part of this rule is that you speak first, not wait for someone to ask, which is what casual dating was in my research. It was like, if, if somebody asks you, if you're being with multiple people, that's when you answer. But other than that, you don't offer that information. 
But here it's like, no. Before they even ask, you need to be talking. Of course, you may want them to ask questions, which is fine, but you might be using questions as a way to know if this is a good time to talk about something. I mean, that all makes sense because the communication aspect is the biggest part of making poly relationships successful. So, yeah, I missed that part. Communication, communication, communication. Poly is all about communication, mm-hmm. honesty, and transparency. You can't do that. They say if you have three, um, like, failures at communication within a month, you should just stop trying poly. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Because, like, communication is what it's about. You need communication in order for this to work. Like, that's the boundaries. Communication. You have to communicate certain things. So, if you have a new partner, or if you're thinking about being intimate with a partner, or, um, like... STD results, common communication. <laughs> yeah, definitely communicate that one. Right? Just did my yeah. checkup. I'm good. Oh, I love the, the feeling when you just STD. Like, study. even that. Having those conversations is weird with monogamy. What I've never fuck? had one, so I'm blessed, but mm. I, I've never. I'm one of those people who really fears getting an STD. I don't know why. I think it's the propaganda from uh, my middle school. Yeah, or some shit. That shit got to me. I was like, whoa. I do not want that. Mm-mm. <laughs> so I'd be paranoid. I'm very selective and picky about who I sleep with. Mm. Trying to get over that a little bit. But, you know, it, yeah. Um, also, always usually wrap it up with a partner who's casual sex. With relationships, it's a little bit different. But, you know, that's a subject for another day. <laughs> But if you communicate that it's raw or unwrapped within a primary relationship and that your other partners are safe sex with a condom, mm. like communication. Because there have been That's plenty very of pe- important, there have been plenty of people in a monogamous primary relationship yeah, and somebody some stepping out and caught some shit. I know. Yeah, I know a lot. <laughs> yeah. Know. Like how many do you know? <laughs> Tell us in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, like, so, this is where all the bullshit goes out the window. Yeah, Polly yeah, is yeah. where all the bullshit goes out. You just gotta be real. Like, yo, I, I'm attracted to her. I think I wanna fuck her. Okay. What do you wanna do? You have a mm-hmm. big conversation about it. Just be a fucking adult. And exactly, right? It's like, no more kid shit. <laughs> like, and maybe this is for grown people, because, like Jada said, we got a grown relationship. Because, for, for a lot of people, monogamy is very much unrealistic. And then you have to choose between... Because like you said at the beginning, yeah. you have multiple loves. That's something mm-hmm. that you've already mm-hmm. accepted. You already accept that in your mind. Exactly. So you just, again, look at the perspective from which you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're looking at it from, I have multiple loves, but I need to be with one. I have to be with one, no mm-hmm. matter what. Like, that doesn't necessarily have to be true. Who told you that? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, if you do have that choice where you're connecting with multiple people, and it's like... I got to choose one. And if you're already in a relationship, that means either staying with that connection or leaving that connection. Like that's the only choice with a monogamous situation. If you're connecting with someone else and like, well, damn, I can't be with both. So, but you can, if you're poly and nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so something to look into again, it's not for everybody. Some people, um, 
can't deal with this amount of communication. No. <laughs> or or just like are really in in that field where I don't know if we're gonna get to jealousy yet. You can talk about. Um, but like some people are just extremely jealous and they cannot mm-hmm. uh, get but, over. But but again, what where and I was even looking up this shit. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, definition of jealous. They say envy. I'm like looking at envy, and it's like wanting what someone else has. But again, that's com- coming from the concept that you're gonna lose that person. So if your partner is cheating on you, that means it's either you and that person that they're with, mm-hmm. and they have to make a choice. And you don't want them to leave you. You are jealous because that is your partner. You want them to stay with you. And if they go over there, that means they're not with you. So again, that ownership, that possession. But if it's like your partner's going to be with both, then that's still your partner. I get that, but I, I already know some people are going to be like, but fuck out of here. I, I actually want my person, the person who I'm with and I'm connected with mm-hmm. to be just with me because... I like that type of connection when it's just us. When that other, the energy that that person is using and spending with the other person, that time and that energy mm-hmm. is energy I would rather us use to form a, a different bond or connect on another way. I get that there are people like that out there. Mm-hmm. So it's and, not for everybody. Yeah. Just seeing that. Um, now, with primary, they said that one does get the most time, attention, affection. Yeah. They, the primary relationship, um, people usually cohabitate and things like that. Whereas secondary, tertiary, or whatever, you know, that could be like whenever you have time, they know that the primary relationship comes before, that kind of thing. So there's all different. It's, it's different for everybody. You got to figure it out what's best for you. But again, new perspective. Yeah. Always, I think it's always good to look at things from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Find out more about a community you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and just break down bullshit. Yeah. Like white supremacy. Like This is what I want everybody to, to realize and just do. You mm-hmm. realize how much white supremacy and other bullshit has tricked you into thinking shit like healthcare for all is bad, right? Or tuition free college <laughs> is bad, right? Or fucking private prisons are bad, right? So it's like, all those things come from a, a, a large place. That's from a perspective that you were told as a kid. Same thing with Christianity and all the types of religions mm-hmm. and everything else. Like, if you break it down... And it puts it in a box. It puts it in a box. So if you break it down, what is spirituality? <laughs> like, what is your connection to others? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you look at relationships? If you don't have, you don't have to look at it from the perspective that you were taught, because a lot of what you were taught was bullshit. You were taught Christopher Columbus was a fucking hero. All right, we're going off topic. I know. I'm just saying that's that's what I mean. Like, use it as an example. Like all the other bullshit that you've been taught, it was from a perspective of white supremacy, and it was a goal for yeah, and patriarchy, and it was a goal for it. So the same thing applies to this. That's the only reason why I give all those examples. Mm -hmm. So use that same thought. Like maybe this is bullshit too, and just Mm -hmm. look into it. Be curious. Especially if it ain't working right now. Right, and it's not working. Like, Kinda if like you have a choice one. between two people, or it's like, well, my partner's either going to stay with me or leave with me, and, you know, still connected, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, look into it. But um, I did want to finish up with this article. They also mentioned consequences. So hmm. they did talk about veto power. Oh. So if one partner wants, so say my partner wants to uh, date somebody else. And 
I have veto power over that person. He would tell me about that person, let me know what's going on, and I could veto. Now, when I first read that, I was like, well, there's the control of the monogamous relationships. But when I was like exploring it a little further, and I think I was talking to you about it, and I was like, I think you said, what? well, is that person going to be detrimental to the relationship? And if it is, then you should have a right to veto it. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, that's understandable. But again, a lot of people are self-centered. <laughs> so maybe that's it. You have to be looking out for the relationship and the connection that you have with that person. If you're focused on yourself and you don't care about that other person, then yeah. It's not going to work. <laughs> Which is why I go back to polyamory. Amor meaning love. This is for love. This is for connection. This is if you're serious about your connection with another person. Mm. You're not intentionally going to hurt them. Right, right. Hmm. That's a big distinction. That's good. So, yeah. But now let's talk about solo polyamory. And what the fuck is the difference? <laughs> yeah, you got that. I'm not really, like, great with the terms now. Was, I've been doing a lot, a lot better, of like research said, because before I had a client, um, yeah. so I'm like, I'm like, that, that was, oh, damn, that was almost like four years ago. Sheesh, getting old. Yeah, man, that was, that was a while ago. <laughs> so this is solo polyamory. Isn't that just dating? And this came out in 2014. This is by Sandy Peace hey, on the Goodman Project. Um, on the surface, dating and solo polyamory look the same. You're single and seeing multiple people. Again, dating, you're single and seeing multiple people. Same fucking thing. But anyways, <laughs> but when you dig a little deeper, they are wildly different. With dating, there's often an end goal of finding a partner and getting married, which I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and solo polyamory, at least my version, her version. The purpose of dating is to connect with people however we connect. As friends, lovers, intellectuals, activity buddies. <laughs> activity buddies. There isn't an end goal of marriage, which allows the connection to happen where it does and for the relationship to unfold as it wants to, not how we are forcing it to. Hmm. Um, and then they talk about how things go awry when people do have the marriage couple end goal assumption is that somebody thinks dating um, means casual sex and then somebody thinks dating means working towards a, a long-term relationship. So they also said another huge difference between dating and solo polyamory is honesty and consent. So in solo polyamory, you tell all your partners about all the partners you are dating. Mm-hmm. Like I said. So we've talked about all this. Yeah. Okay. We're pretty thorough. Yeah. I forgot we were in there. Well, all right, let's go back to the agenda. Well, now I think I can um, play the clip from... This is from the... uh, This is from Sway's Universe. Uh, Jada Pickensmith went on Sway's Universe to promote Red Table Talk, um, which is on Facebook. Watch. So let me pull that up. But... Yeah, it was interesting how Jada broke it down. It really was. 
Now, she used the word polyamory, but she did not connect it to her will. She might as well have. I know, right? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to play it on my computer. Hopefully, you can hear it. Let me put my computer by. No, this is loud. You should be able to yeah, hear it. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. It might be too loud next to the mic. Let's just leave it over here. All right. So... They're talking about, uh, Jada's talking about bringing Will onto Red Table Talk. They, Will Smith has not been on Red Table Talk yet. It's just been um, Willow, Jada's mom, and Jaden. Not Trey, which is the oldest Will son. All right, here we go. Y'all gonna, do you know what you're gonna talk to him about yet? Or Uh, We're probably gonna talk about the very unique partnership that we have. Okay. Ah, All right. And, and then the, y'all, y'all going to confront unique. the room. Like, y'all been in headlines for breaking up. Y'all oh, broke up like 20 times. You know what? I just like, keep it coming. It's like, right. it's just, here's the thing about Will and I. It's like, we are family. It's That's never going down. It's okay. just not. Not going to happen. Ever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we are, we are family. Like, take out all that whole marriage, relationship crap. At the end of the day, yeah. Will and I are family. I'm going to hold him down. It doesn't matter. All that relationship and mm. what people think, ideas of a husband and a partner and all that, man, whatever. At the end of the day, that's a man can, that can rely on me for the rest of his life. Period. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Ooh, damn. Wow. Mm. Right? She said, said, fuck all the the marriage, relationship, the titles. That man can depend on me for the rest of his life. I don't know how many people have that type of relationship. Where it's like, even if it goes wrong, even if we're not together anymore, you still got me. And I still got you. Not many. Not many. Because we get hurt. We be in our feelings. We get hurt and then we just... uh leave yeah we don't try to work it out we don't try to understand ourselves and how it impacted us mm-hmm. well you know i did you know separately i wasn't going to therapy <laughs> <laughs> but i was having a monogamous thinking at that time and um it was the absolute positive best decision that i've ever made in my life <laughs> sometimes you need to <laughs> um but everybody's situation is different, you know? Yeah. Not everybody breaks up like that. Some people break up and it's like, man, I wish we could have worked stuff out. Mm-hmm. You know, things, if, if it, our timing would have been, timing would have been just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Stuff like oh, that. Oh, a lot of people have broken up over timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like good connection and all, but I am not ready. <laughs> or I'm busy, you know, doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, um,. Yeah, I don't, because I think there's so much, again, with the silencing and secrecy that comes with monogamy, like, I just, people, I don't know if people aim to hurt sometimes. What do you mean? Like, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if, if you're aiming to hurt, that's not taking care of the relationship. In terms of taking care of the connection that you have with this person. If you keep aiming to hurt them, there's not going to be a connection anymore. Right. So, and I, I mean, 
what what happens mm-hmm. is the emotions that you have mm-hmm. are so stirred up that like your need to express them to that person that hurt that you're feeling mm-hmm. overtakes the well being of the connection that you have. So this, um, they got a caller. Somebody called on Swave Universe to talk, to ask a question to Jada. Swipe. And she's re- responded. Shout out to Sway because we actually right. met him. You know, Sway. <laughs> yes. Know. We that met him last year. Last fam, year. Bam. Oakland fam, I don't know if bam. That's this year. I don't think so. I ain't seen him. Um, but we got a picture with them. We were talking about starting the podcast, and here we are. Boom. Uh, we'll be 35 episodes plus. When we say do something, do it. Yes. And, he, and yeah, he was like, just do it. And here we are. <laughs> so shout out to the real Sway. <laughs> um, again, it's so real. Rocky. Oh. You know. Um, but yeah, so let's check out the caller's question and Jada's response to it again. I just think it's deep, but we'll see what y'all think. Hey, hi guys, hey Jada. Hey. Um, I just wanted to say that something that you said really resonated with me about how, you know, you're going to be down for a will, you know, like no matter what, you don't even have to worry about that for the rest of his life. Uh-huh. Like I really understand, you know, where you're coming from with that. But here you we know go. somebody had to ask. You know, when you're inside the small indiscretion, how do you guys get past that? When there's a what? A small indiscretion? When, yeah, if there's like an indiscretion on, you know, whoever's part, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you come across lots of different kinds of indiscretions in all kinds of relationships. And let me tell you something. The one thing that I've learned, as much as we wish our partners could be perfect as much as we wish that they never hurt us as much as we wish that they came into relationships with no flaws and had everything figured out we don't you know and inevitably um all kinds of things whether it's you know kind of understanding uh trust or understanding Mm -hmm. you know figuring out are you a person that can hold down monogamy are you a a polyamorous individual whatever the hell right um relationships really are about um self-discovery believe it or not that's what i found right that being in a relationship really teaches me more about myself than anything Mm -hmm. and how um i have to be more for myself Mm -hmm. and being able as i become more for myself i can look at my partner and go i can see what his flaws are i can see where his hurts and his traumas are and how sometimes people's actions reflect hurts and traumas Mm. and there's no way to get into a a relationship with somebody that you're not going to come up against those hurts and traumas now the difference is do you have somebody that's willing to work through their hurts and traumas you know what i'm saying in order to get on the other side so that they can um, curb behavior that might be hurtful, you know? And, but the real deal is that I've learned how to love 
in my life unconditionally as mm. I've learned how to love myself unconditionally, mm. you know. And when Will and I come to the red table to really talk about what our journey has been and whatever our experience has been, I would say to individuals, do not try this at home. <laughs> this is not for everyone, you know, but what I will say to you is that I do think that in relationships, we do have to kind of dissolve. You, you, you go through a stage of romance mm-hmm. and then you go and you, and you meet the God or the goddess mm. in a person. Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, you meet more of the human. Right. And we have to learn how to embrace that human mm. as much as we embrace that those that that God feel that God or mm-hmm. goddess aspect that we see in the person that we love. And that's why I feel like unconditional love is man, it's it's a powerful, powerful heart space. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Was- so what <laughs> Everything she said was on point. Um, that's why I talked about like I don't know which podcast it was. I talk about this shit a lot, but I talk about like reflections and being able to learn about yourself through your interpersonal connections with other people, mm-hmm. and that's why those connections are so damn important. That's why those relationships are so goddamn important. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get hurt by somebody, like she was saying, that teaches you about like what affects you, what touches you, because if something just bounces right off you like nothing then whatever. But if something really hits you and it really hurts you, it it, it hits something in your core. Mm. So to repair that, you have to find out what your core was in the first place, you know? So mm. even even within the pain of a relationship, um, if you're willing to work through it with that person, you can learn more about yourself and thus learn more about the connection that you're forming. Um, and it elevates you. You only get to be better. And that's what I mean by... Uh, Growing with somebody, mm-hmm. cause then you you do it's like a back. It, it gets fun. It gets like you're growing, you're growing. <laughs> right. Even when you're hurting each other, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I was hurting you like that. It, it becomes a I didn't know I, I hurt you like that. How can I figure out how to fix it, or how can we fix it, mm-hmm. rather than it being a, oh shit, I hurt you, fuck you. Oh well, you know that's what she means by that that um. Distinguishing between those two things, between mm-hmm. somebody who's willing mm-hmm. to go through that trauma and work through that trauma to not let it affect those actions and let those traumas reflect uh, poorly on, on your own behavior. Mm-hmm. And and that's what she meant by that. And that connection can be formed in, in multiple partners. Yeah, in multiple different ways. And I also like basically what she was saying about unconditional love, that it's flaws yeah. and all. Like, yeah, you see the god or goddess, but mm-hmm. the human is also there. Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. That that intention is so key. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. being able to be willing to go through the heartache and the trauma that you've been through to I mean, come it, off it, it better depends. on the other side. Like, it depends on what's lost. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, if you disrespect And, and where are you going to meet somebody at? Nah. Like, if, if you're somewhere <laughs> up here... You can't, most of the time, you're not going to be able to meet somebody down here, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe right here, maybe right here. Yeah, that's true. But, like, if you, you and you got to know yourself. If you're one of those people who can, mm-hmm. and you actually take take pride in lifting others, but aren't, aren't, you know, you can distinguish between you putting your all into someone. And them not giving And then not giving back. Right. <laughs> if you can do that, and you can distinguish again, being willing mm-hmm. <laughs> to mm-hmm. do the work. 
And saying it is one thing. Actions are another. Act with potential. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I loved it. That was, <laughs> that was fire. On point. Yeah. Check out Will and Jada on Red Table Talk. I think it's their very next episode. So I'm checking it out now. Can't wait to see. Yeah. Can't wait to see what they're talking about. Um, that was dope. But, yeah, like I was saying, it was, it was, saying she was, I was like, Jada? thought like this like i'm learning things learning yeah i was watching the will smith interview too he got some gems on there too. oh will and his his uh instagram videos like he's yeah, speaking he some true shit like no wonder willow and jada or Jaden are like that yeah, so Jayden, free thinking man, is so... <laughs> even too but... much for will sometimes watch red table talk to find out why but anyways um if you want uh i got some advice on what to do if you're transitioning from monogamy to polyamory or just what the differences were and some people said no matter for poly no matter your dynamic each relationship is its own but your primary relationship is with yourself and should always even when a work in progress be foremost and nurtured so i thought that was interesting yeah i was like i've never heard again in my research i've never heard that and i was like self-care yes um, be on open, honest, and respectful, and most of all, communicate. Again, you cannot be in a polyamorous relationship or polyamorously dating without communication. It's key. The only people who are allowed to define the relationship are those involved. So, fuck everybody else. Yeah. Everybody else. To somebody, somebody, somebody well, y'all in monogamy need to involved. get. Well, no, I mean. Even, again, so the first person was like, no matter your dynamic, each relationship is is its own. So even if you're in a triad, mm-hmm. which means like one male, two female, or what have you, um, each, so the one woman and the one man are their own relationship. The one man and the other woman are their own relationship. And if the two women are together as well, that's their own relationship. They're each its own relationship. And only within that individual relationship can it be defined. That's true. Okay. So that's true. That was actually a good, yeah. good, good thing you broke that down. Boundaries, structure, it is important. Um, especially if you're in the relationship side of poly. Poly mm-hmm. dating, just let everybody know What's up? What, what it is. <laughs> what it is. Oh, um, another thing for poly, advice for poly, learn to be upfront with your feelings, but don't expect someone else to fix them for you. Take accountability. Mm. I thought that was important too. That's, that's important for everybody. Yeah. Why is my thing not doing this? Well, let me skip to the next picture. Oh, phone updated. Damn phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Uh, there isn't a difference really other than the expansive love practice between polyamory and monogamy. This, this life will call for your clear boundaries. Oh, poly will call for your clear boundaries, mm. wants, and desires. Don't be afraid to articulate those things to prospective partners. Yeah. Um, don't hurt or mislead others because you haven't completely figured yourself out. For many, this is not some experiment. Yeah. This is life to us. We live and breathe polyamory daily. But yeah, do your research. Google, YouTube, what do y'all Facebook think? groups. Let, let us know what y'all think about polyamory. And what if you think trying. about, um, what do you think about monogamy? What do you mm. think about questioning monogamy? Mm. How does monogamy work for you? Or how has it had? Or how has it hasn't? It? Hasn't it? 
<laughs> How has it not? How has it not? <laughs> uh, yeah, let us know. Like, mm-hmm. this is a, a topic. Like, this is what we're saying when there's been a, going to be a transition in a lot of people's thinking and a lot of ways that we look at freedom mm-hmm. and the ways that we look at structuring our lives because we're breaking down a lot of bullshit, decolonizing and deconstructing a lot of the myths, systems. the systems and bullshit that were above mm-hmm. and, and we're teaching us ways of living that aren't conducive to, to the way that we actually are. are. Yeah. Jeez. Just think about it. Fuck the boxes, man. Fuck them damn boxes that society tries to shove you in. Now, from diet to fucking religion. Medicine. To med- almost everything. Yeah. Like Now we're all finally starting to say, like, wait, hold on. Why were we doing this? You know, a lot of people questioning stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Keep questioning. Be curious. Mm-hmm. And let us know what you think. Yeah. So thank you so much for watching It's So Real with your girl Rocky. And your boy O. Make sure to tune in, share, subscribe. We're on SoundCloud for our podcast, Facebook for our live stream, and Instagram for our posts. Yeah, all that. <laughs> so I did not have that together. <laughs> share, subscribe, and let us know about different episode topics, questions, especially on this com this topic or relationships, dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have any questions for us personally, ooh, spicy. Ooh. <laughs> let us know too. Yeah. Ooh. We're excited to hear from you all. But thanks again. Take care. We out. Peace.